Deadheads, a supplementary podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of Deadheads, uh, the supplementary podcast to the main Dead Air podcast. Um, this is the show where we discuss um, uh, more recent uh, horror movies and uh, just uh, just jam about it. And we've got our recurring uh, three new hosts. Well, not technically new anymore. This is our third episode, so uh, so you should you're, you guys are all veterans now. So uh, yeah, so uh, so so yes, please, guys, introduce yourself. Say hello. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, Hi, guys. it's been a while. Yeah. Nice to see everyone. So, so we've got we've got our three hosts. Obviously, we've got Emil over here. We've got Franny in the middle, and then we've got Anthony to round it all up. Hi. Okay. Okay. So for this episode, this is going to be a fun one. But I don't know. I think it's, I think this is going to be kind of a um, an interesting one because I'm not sure what you guys really think about this movie. But uh, I, I mean, at least we'll have a good conversation. So. So yeah, so uh, for this episode, the third episode of Deadheads, um, we're going to be talking about which movie? Let's go to Franny. What's the movie you chose and why did you okay, choose? Okay, so for this um, episode, uh, everyone let me choose uh, The Green Knight. And it's because uh, I had been wanting to see this medieval um, retelling of the legend <laughs> of The Green Knight. <laughs> So we watched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's exactly why uh, Fran chose this title. Okay, so uh, I, I I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm really interested to just jump in. So, uh, uh, Emil, you want to give us a quick uh, summary about what this uh, movie is yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are the beginnings? It's the Green Knight. Uh, it's based on the Arthurian legend of uh, what Fran mentioned of Sir Gawain, or some people say Gawain, and the Green Knight. And the story is uh, King Arthur and his knights are all feasting and suddenly a green knight just interrupts them. And the green knight proposes some sort of uh, trial or challenge that whoever faces a blow on on the green knight uh, will also receive the same kind of blow uh, a year after. And so uh, Sir Gawain decides to take the green knight's axe and cuts the head off the green knight. And without thinking, actually, I'm kind of surprised he chose to cut the head. (laughs) <laughs> and so a year passes and uh, Sir Gawain uh, goes on this journey to meet the Green Knight so that he can uh, fulfill his promise to the Green Knight. And throughout this journey, he goes on this trial on how to become a knight, actually. So I, I guess that's basically the summary of the Green Knight. Yeah, um, I yeah, I think that was pretty good. What do you guys think, Anthony and Franny? What do you guys, how would you rate uh, Emil's summary of, of the Green Knight? Um, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Wow, thank ten you. out of ten. Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about how about some uh, a quick uh, background onto uh, uh what's uh about the film's uh production? Who who directed this movie? Have you, are you guys familiar with this director? Um, David Lowry. Although yep. I'm, I have I have heard of this Pete's Dragon, but that's the only project I've heard of him aside from Green Knight. I like the Ghost Story. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, ghost story. Oh, the ghost story. Okay, so that was his part. But yeah, I'm not really familiar with his style and all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's definitely a surprise to me. Um, uh, thinking that 
Well, to be honest, I was thinking that this movie was more of a dark fantasy slash fantasy medieval film yeah. rather than a horror film. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. I think there's one of the big questions and we can talk about the four of us now. Is this a horror film? Is this a horror film? It's pretty gothic for me. It's it's dark. It's gothic. It yeah. has horror elements. Definitely. Yeah, I do have agree with the have, horror elements. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I do like the twist on the Green Knight because from what I've heard um, on the book itself, I think uh, the Green Knight is more of a human, which was, you know, um, enchanted by magic. And this movie, the Green Knight was more... It do- he does look like a fertility god or something. Yeah. So... And we all know that green in England, I think it symbolizes fertility or, mm-hmm. you know, vegetation. So I do like the twist on that part where, and, you know, I think that's the part where it delves into the whole yeah. territory. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, uh, they, they did a nod to pagan folklore instead of just going straightforward Arthurian, which yeah. is, which I like. But, um, well, I think it's becoming a trend nowadays. Uh, not, nothing against with the cast, but, you know, I, I, I know this will, this will be a huge trigger, you know, um, casting a South Asian actor for mm-hmm. an Arthurian film. What, was there a backlash, but I'm curious. Was there? Um, I, I don't think it's the, I don't think it was a backlash, but for me, it was, um, I know it's becoming a trend nowadays that, you know, they are, they try to erase bent films, you know, um, films that are supposedly for white actors are getting into other races, which I don't mind because the film actually did good. But it might trigger some who are very particular into racial casting. Well, that's just my two cents, though. But they did pretty well. I think they have a pretty good cast, especially um, Ralph Anison, uh, the guy from yeah. The Witch. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. he played so Green good. Man. He did mm-hmm. really good. And, yeah. you know, so he good. really sold into the role. And there's Alicia Vikander as well. I was surprised that Alicia Vikander played, you know, the yeah. the lady. Yeah. I think she. I think she played yeah. two roles. Two roles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Second, yeah. Esso and then the lady. So yeah. yeah, but they have a pretty good cast to be honest. You know, I'm just I'm just a little skeptical with them. You know, um, doing a different cast for uh, doing a different actor for a uh, different race of uh, for Gawain. But uh, Dev Patel did pretty good as well. Yeah, uh, you know, but the casting will definitely trigger some, you know, with the culture that we have nowadays. Sure. Well, well, I mean, it's probably going to trigger the wrong kind of people. Yeah, I think I, uh, I think the whiteies have had enough. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the whiteies. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Why, why don't we go into that uh, since you started out about uh, the casting and stuff? What do you think of? Uh, yeah, let's start with the technical stuff uh, before we jump into uh, ex- uh, I mean our interpretations and stuff like that. So we talked about the director, David Lowry. Um, what did you think of, of his direction? Franny, you want to start? Um, I really like the direction. Uh, I mean, if you're like me, who had to watch it about three times or four times, it, uh, <laughs> it, yeah, it starts out really enigmatic. And if you watch it at yeah. night, you could like go to sleep with it. But... Um, if you give it a second chance. Um, I, I took note that um, Anthony mentioned the pagan uh, folklore and background, right? But at the same time, I also really like the Catholic stuff that, that the director added in there. I mean, at the time, the the background of the legend really was during medieval Catholic times, right? Because of the, because yeah. of the Knight's Code of Honor and... 
and um the values of like knighthood sacrifice sure and all that so for me yeah. the direction yeah. portrayed that really well like i love the scene with the with the mountains and the giants there the yeah, giants. there was something there was something that felt so um creationistic like uh like theological like you've never like you've yeah, yeah, never yeah. seen that scene before, but something about it feels so familiar, like a dream that you had, or it just feels so um like primordial and and like a past life or something. And and for sure. me it's only a good director that could like evoke that kind of totally yeah, feeling in you. I don't know if you guys felt the same, but for me that was one of the really great scenes. Uh, among others. Yeah, let's uh, let's hear from uh, the A twenty four. Yeah, fanboy, <laughs> fanboy over here, Emil. What did you think of of this direction? Uh, yeah, I, I agree with what uh, Franny said. Uh, the visuals were amazing, cinematography, yeah. and uh, it's it's really loaded with metaphor. And I, I like how he said that it it um, invokes some sort of feeling. Of primordial being a uh, small yeah. in, in like in this in this Huge, big yeah. world, uh, because when we follow Sir Gawain, it's like he's just a teensy winsy yes. knight when this in this huge yes. world. And actually, mm-hmm. I'd like to point that out because for me, uh, when we say um, is this film horror or not, I actually remember what Chris mentioned uh, in uh, a previous podcast that horror is subjective. Mm-hmm. And for me, though, this film is not. It's not your typical horror film. It is dark fantasy with horror elements. I feel like yeah. the horror for me is coming from that dread mm-hmm. of feeling yeah, small. Yeah, that's why I also and mm-hmm. and uh because he knows that after a year his head will be cut off, and that's an ominous yeah. feeling of of dread. But still, he goes yeah. through this journey, and when he encounters all of these uh people, these uh creatures, uh, all these events, it kind of overwhelms him at the same time overwhelms the viewer especially me and it, it made me riveted following his journey will he in the end succeed or not will he die or not and that for me uh, was was um, something great that David Laurie did and uh, the cast as well yeah how about, how about you Anthony so you, you've talked about uh, uh, about you know the, the race bending and stuff but how about like uh, the storytelling aspect naman, of, of David Laurie what did you how did you feel was it uh, was it slow was it well paced was it What's your opinion? Seeing the A24 stamp on it, I have already have, you know, uh, an anticipation of how the film would, you know, create the atmosphere. I mean, um, it does, it does grow on you after I actually rewatch it a couple of times. Yeah. Um, because, um, it grows within you. The first mm-hmm. watch it definitely bored me a lot. I mean, yep. I was about to turn it off and then I gave it a second try and oh, maybe this is worth a watch. And, I gave it another time, and then you no, know, just to uh, just to cipher all the symbolism all throughout the movie. And as someone who's really not into Arthurian fiction, it, mm. it that's definitely a good twist on the film. I, I like how the film ended with a cliffhanger, you know, um, which gives the viewers their own depiction of the ending, mm-hmm. whether Gawain will be killed or not, or maybe Rina was just teasing him after all. Uh, but the direction, I think, he did pretty well. It's good that you know. Um, it's good that you tend to see that film on a perspective, where and you have no idea what the director is capable of. Um, unlike with the previous film that we reviewed, where you know we already have an idea of 
uh, how uh, how these directors do their stuff. Now, um, with David Lara, I can say that he, he definitely has the potential. Um, mm. As long as he's with the right production, then yeah, I think he's good with A24 stuff. Looking at yes, how he with A24. <laughs> Emil, have you ever not liked an A24 film? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the very first films of A24, when they were starting <laughs> off. Yeah, but, okay. but they're, they're um, guilty pleasures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is Tusk an A24 film? Is it? Yes or no? I, I, yeah, Tusk. Oh, Tusk. is it? Yeah. Oh, I love I Tusk. Oh, wow. I love early A24 <laughs> yeah. films. Yeah. Tusk is insane. Uh, uh, ako naman, uh, the second I see A24 now, I, I really know what to expect now. So it's like, it's the kind of thing now, you just really have to uh, <laughs> know what you're getting into. Yeah, yeah. You know, have to know what you're getting into. Stick with it to start. You have to really listen. You have to really watch, and then it will just really, you know, like to, uh, true, yeah, like, uh, like. Parang you really have to have that mindset of, of when you go into it. Na parang I gotta pay attention. Parang garan. So I, I started this movie. Um, I, I had a few beers, <laughs> and I was watching in the middle of the night. <laughs> I turned it on. I was like, ah, I'm gonna watch a horror movie just before I go to sleep, and I was like, what the. F- is going on? I, I just couldn't concentrate, so I just stopped it after like after like the first few minutes, and I was like, uh, it, "The story looked beautiful, but I, I just couldn't get into it now." And but I, I really feel that you you really have to commit to it before you, and then when you do, it's such a rewarding experience. I'm, I'll just be honest, no, I absolutely adore this movie. It's just gorgeous for me. It's really beautiful. Um, I, I super got into it because um, when I when I did, I need to sit down. It, 9 p.m. sober, turned it on, just listen. I was like, wow, this is. I really kind of fell in love with it. Then. How about uh, how about casting wise? You touched on that, no, Anthony. Um, I thought for me, the things that stood out for me immediately, and I, I want to know if you guys agree with it. Is really the direction, mm-hmm. the acting, of course, mm-hmm. and the cinematography. Yes. Those are the yeah, three things that agree. really, really stood out for me. Fantastic cast. Uh, anyone you want to talk about? Sorry. Uh, another thing, since I mentioned earlier that for me, it's not a horror film because I, one movie comes into my mind when you say dark fantasy slash horror. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard of the Headhunter movie. Um, it's a micro-budget horror slash dark fantasy film. It's a horror movie with dark fantasy elements. Mm. So it's about uh, Monster Slayer or... Uh, oh, I've seen that. I've seen that. It's like literally just one guy, deba, right? and he's like fighting this, you know, like forever, and he cuts off the head. Yeah, yeah. It's looking a, for it's looking for the monster that killed his his daughter. Yeah, it's a good one. Good comparison. Yeah, I agree. That's a really good dark fantasy film, and you know you can really tell from the atmosphere that you know it's heavy with horror. It's heavy with dread. It's mm. heavy with darkness, you know, the bleakness of the atmosphere. Um, comparing to The Green Knight, the reason why I mention it is because it's an opposite comparison. Uh, it's definitely a contrast because The Green Knight was more of a dark fantasy with horror elements. Yeah. Whereas the, the Headhunter is a horror film with dark fantasy elements. But, you know, I like that, I like that they, uh, they playfully flirt, you know, the sides of the territory, whether it's horror or fantasy, or whatever. You know, um, films are becoming like this nowadays, where they don't really... Stick to one genre, yeah. They sure. play, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, like yeah. To play genres, you know? 
um, which is becoming a trend. And most of them actually, you know, um, do good results. And um, The Green End is one of those. It's definitely a very interesting film to watch, especially if, you know, if you're into atmosphere mm -hmm. and production design. But yeah, it's definitely a good film. I'm in David Lowry's very promising director. Nice. Regarding the, the horror elements that Anthony was mentioning, um, for me, I, I like the fact that it turned into, in my opinion, a horror movie towards the end. Because um, mm -hmm. based on the legend, the Green Knight actually lets um, Sir Gawain live like as a sure thing in the end, like as a reward for, his, um, for passing the tests. In yeah. this movie, um, the director turned it into a sort of horror ending because, in my opinion, it was lead it was leaning more heavily towards him still dying because, albeit in a comedic way, right? Because it seemed slightly funny that um, the knight was kind to him and acknowledging the fact that he passed the test, but he still goes, um, "Now off with your head." So it's it's like yeah, a yeah, comedy yeah. horror. Yeah, right? yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. It's definitely yeah. not what happened in the legend. So that's what that's yeah. what I like that it turned it like first it was a whole nice introspection on like life and death. I love the part where he started regretting how his life would have been if he took the cowardly route and did not go through yeah. with the with the final task mm -hmm. that he had to do. And then when he finally showed the courage, that's where um, the horror came along by like turning it all around and still making him a victim of the Green Knight. Yeah, yeah. For me, so so I, parang it's it's very it's gothic. It's definitely dark fantasy. But yeah, when we say there are horror elements, for me the horror elements that really stood out was parang just the theme of parang the inevitability of yes. death. Parang just yeah, like us yeah. as, hum as, as yeah. humans, you know, like. We're all yeah, gonna die. <laughs> but it was super magnified here. It's the anxiety of Yeah, like you're just waiting for it, right? It's like it makes you feel like exactly. you're just waiting for your death. Yeah. Exactly. So what do you do exactly. with your life about yeah. it? So yeah. before you yeah. die. Yeah, yeah, That's dark. Super dark. It's super dark if you think about it that way. Yeah, so so going back to, to the casting, you know, why what I why I want to focus, laser focus on that. So I'm impressed with everyone. Um, I thought Dev Patel was fantastic. Uh, but really for me, stand out for me. Everyone was fantastic. But see, Vikander was super eye-opening for me. That those dual roles, dude, those so hard to pull off. Those, those so good. But I, what do you guys think about, about uh, how, how was the acting for this movie? I like the acting. Um, everyone was good. As For me, I love the the king and queen. Um, Liza Arin mm. and the king. For me, she was also in, in yeah, The Witch. Also, yeah. The Witch. Yeah. Those two actors were the strongest because they command such a nice kingly presence. And mm -hmm. they're both mm -hmm. so creepy, but they're so like mm -hmm. beautiful to look at. And then uh, Dev and the guy from Dunkirk, the guy who always plays a villain. Yes. The the, yeah. the Weasley <laughs> guy. What's his name? The the yeah, the, the, the teenager-looking guy. guy, the the one who looks. But he's yeah. so good. Like he can be a villain all the time. Like he's so he's so good. The scavenger. Was yeah, the scavenger? yeah, the one, the one who wanted. See, see, see. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kilgan. Yeah, Barry Kilgan. For yeah. me, those were the strongest Kilgan. actors, and the whoever played the fox. He was good. I love the fox. 
<laughs> so I know what the fox, right? Like, <laughs> but there's that joke of A24 always having some sort of fucking animal, animal as a metaphor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love the burning. fox. The fox is so good. Angalan, <laughs> yeah. angalan. She, she, is it a she? Sounded like a she, you know. She, she gave us the final test, right? Because she posed us like an yep. ally and then she gave a final test na yep. turn she, back yep. with me because you don't have to mm. go through this. One yeah. last temptation. Mm. Galing eh. How about you, Emil? Oh yeah, well, while I was watching through this film, I was pleasantly surprised by the cast of genre <laughs> actors and actresses. Like, hey, I know, I know, I know this person. I saw them from a previous film like The Witch. Another A24 film. And yeah, I believe that they really uh, stood out. They were very outstanding in their roles. And I agree with uh with Franny that um uh the, those actors that she mentioned, they really um just took their roles and 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 and, and made it into, into something memorable. And yeah, mm-hmm. Dev Patel was 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 excellent. Um I mean, I mean, uh race aside, I really like Dev Patel uh, in a leading role. Yeah. I, I I'm a super I fan of Dev. I think he's he's yeah. fantastic in everything. True. Um, he super transcends yeah. any role he 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 takes super up. Super hot. How about how about you, Anthony? Seen any MV- <laughs> Super hot. <laughs> super hot. <laughs> totally agree. Uh, how about you, Anthony? Who, who's who's your acting MVP for this one? Um, well, aside from Dev Patel, he did really good. Uh, I really like Ralph Aniston's take on the Green Man. Um, you know, when I check on the cast and I saw his name, oh, he's from The Witch. Okay. So, so I don't, then I realized that, oh, this is definitely becoming into a horror movie because some of the actors yeah. on the film are actually in horror movies. Barry Kilgan was from a Yorgos Lantimos. Yeah, killing of a, the killing of a sacred deer. Yeah. Yeah. So good there. Yeah. So putting some horror actors into this film definitely made me realize, oh, oh yeah, it definitely has horror elements. But yeah, for me, it's Dev Patel. He nailed going. Um, and then also, um, Alicia Vikander. Yeah, she, uh, she actually, so her dual role. Yeah, that was definitely a surprise. And of course, um, for me, it's Ralph Ineson playing the green man. He was, it's creepy. Vikander. No, I said Vikander. I don't even know how to pronounce it. I'm him. not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure with European names. Yeah. It's going anyway. Vikander, Vikander or whatever it is. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's Patel, um, and uh, Ralph Ineson for me. Yeah. And Alicia Blackhander as well, or Weekender. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so, so those, those are my three things you know, for me immediately was uh, the direction, the casting, and the cinematography. Mm-hmm. But the, sim- the movie is so yeah, beautiful. The color. It's yeah, so lush. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's so <laughs> lush. Yeah. Yung, yung, like, for example, like just the contrast of uh, costumes against you mm-hmm. setting, the bleak setting, and then his orange, mm-hmm. you know, he's running in the fields. And it's so beautiful. So, yeah. And then, yeah, the, the costume design of, of like the crowns. Yeah. Now they turn them into yeah. halos. Yeah. Parang incredible. Just a beautiful, beautiful movie. Um, yes. Gorgeous. Yeah. Super, super gushing. I, I really love this movie. But so, so, so I'm like, that. This, this comes back to my problem with like, do I consider this a horror film? Will I put this on my top 10 list? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, it, I, I would struggle. Yeah, I would struggle. Like, if it was like, this could be top 10 of my films for the year I think so yeah. it could be but for horror films parang I would hesitate to put it on that list I have one last observation lang about the colors diba, um, Gawain was always in yellow so it it was like mm-hmm. symbolic of coward 
cowardly, yeah, cowardice, cowardice I think. Yes. And then the Green Knight was all yes, green. Like th- absolutely. And he was traveling through blue. So I don't know, like uncertainty or life or death. Mm-hmm. I think green is symbol of bravery. Yeah. I got that thing yeah. from the lanterns, the DC's lanterns. Yeah, and what Alicia Vikander's character was saying, green also stood for life, right? Or nature. It's like how man nature. always um plunders nature and nature is like fighting mm-hmm. back. And then, kaya siya naging green knight or something. Uh, no, I absolutely agree. Because I'm a fan, super fan of color yeah. theory and choices that, uh, you know, production makes in in selecting color really great spotting that and he's always in yellow that's exactly it 100 percent. because he was really because the whole movie is about yeah, this cowardice yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. a coward all the yeah. way till the all last the five the, minutes yeah till you know? the end yeah when he makes the final brave decision yeah it's really just a test if he's worthy of becoming a knight yeah. that's that's yeah. really it yeah, oh my yeah. god and he mm-hmm. chopped his head off because he was a coward because he wanted him dead so that <laughs> realization diba, like, if you if you kill him the automatic thought that you won't have to deal with the problem one year later. Yeah. Yeah. Getting super good. Yeah. So uh, anything that stood out from you other than those three things that I keep uh, talking about? I think that's pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 Okay. So how maybe we can go to a wrap up then. What, uh, what are your final thoughts on the film? I'll, I, I can kick it off now just because uh, I, I, again, I, I just really love this movie. Um, I, you, you probably don't uh, love it to the degree which I, I do, but uh, parang, I, I, it is just so lush and so beautiful. And parang, it was a whole experience for me. Um, yeah, just uh, parang, for me, it was absolutely worth the wait because there was a lot of hype leading up to it. True. I expected, obviously, a, a lot like a you know scarier movie. I thought it was gonna was gonna be out and out horror. Yeah. But what I got was I I think even more yeah. beautiful. Uh, actually. Um, yeah, absolutely loved it. How, how about you guys? Uh, let's uh, start with Anthony. Any last words on the Green Knight? Um, it definitely shows the promise that David Lowry can do for a film. Um, with the Green Knight, um, it makes me wonder what his capabilities are. I think he's directing another film. Um, I'm not sure what the film is, but yeah, I think I've heard he's directing a new film. So we'll we'll look forward. To that. But yeah. It's definitely a beautiful contrast of color, production design, and a great stellar cast. So it's definitely a film to watch. Although the only my only problem with the film is because you know it's a cross between dark fantasy and horror. It definitely plays in between. That's my only problem with the film. But other than that, it's definitely a great experience watching the film. Awesome. <clears throat> um, let's let's uh, let's uh, swing over to Emil. So Franny can have last words since she chose this movie. Emil. Any last words on The Green Knight? Uh, yeah, uh, traditionally, uh, most people will not really say this is a horror film. But like what everyone has uh, been saying, it's a stunning film. And it's still uh, worth a watch, definitely. Okay. Awesome. Franny, take okay, us home. Okay, so the same as what everyone has said, uh, it is really a stunning film. Um, it's one of my favorites for this year or whatever year it came from. Um, and I really recommend it for like the introspection that it's going to give you and for me it's such a good um depiction of medieval catholicism and life and death mm. like what we discussed also and in terms of the mood evoked from the colors uh it also reminds me of Macbeth by Justin Kurzel uh 2015 or something with Michael mm-hmm. Fassbender mm-hmm. Yep. it's compa- for me it's comparable to that because it has 
those um medieval feelings and parang it's just so nice the way they bring it out in terms of color and and feeling so very moody and um evocative of feelings so yeah five stars for the green knight five stars for the green knight okay that's our final word <laughs> nice, nice um yeah so uh thank you for this discussion everyone um i i'm, I'm really glad you Pick this movie, Franny. We got to talk about it because I absolutely love it. Um, I hope everyone else loves it too. Um, So yeah, that was our discussion on The Green Knight. Thank you to the Deadheads. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. Yay. Thank you. Episode three in the bag. Okay. We'll see you episode four. Thank you, everyone. Bye. 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 Thanks so much.